29th day of 2021. There are 316 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app. Using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Round number three of uh, winter weather has come and is in the process of going. We'll tell you about that. Road conditions going to get a report. Talk to Chris Jesse here in just a couple of minutes. And also, we will have the weekend funny tweets. Funny things that uh, people are saying online this week about their kids. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. I'm so over this. You're over the weather? Oh. Did you know there are snow day superstitions? If you want a, uh, if you, one superstition claims that if you want a snow day to happen, you should flush an ice cube down the toilet and you flush as many ice cubes as snow days desired, or you can turn your pajamas inside out or tuck a spoon under your pillow. Many children and adults still cling to these superstitions in hopes of a day home from school or work. Yeah, no thanks. You wouldn't do those. Uh, no. You wouldn't do those things. They're just uh, they're just silly superstitions, anyway. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. How's Misty? I'm feeling better about my parenting and my children after that because all the spoons I found in their room, I thought they were just nasty critters. Uh-huh. But now they were just they were, praying for snow days. They were superstitioning <laughs> on snow days. Parenting okay. went after that. Hey, I don't know about you, but I'm glad that I'm not in Texas today. Oh my God! They continue to have this a uh, so continue to have a, a rough time. The governor down there was saying that all types of power in Texas have been compromised. They have solar. 
They have wind. They have electrical. They have gas-powered. They have nuclear. They have, and it has all been compromised. And when their uh, treatment plants don't work, they don't have fresh water. And so big blame game going on in Texas today. Uh, Three million customers in Texas still had no power as of yesterday. And they have, as I told you yesterday, they have, they're off the, they're detached from the rest of the grid and their grid is not managed by the federal government. They've got something called ERCOT, E-R-C-O-T, and it is the authority on their regulating their power in Texas. And so lots of finger pointing, but they're just not accustomed to this type of uh, weather. But the, the current governor, is blaming the previous two governors about you know not taking action, doing all those things. So I am glad that um, I'm glad that we're not there today. Although I like Texas, you know, it's yeah, absolutely it's, um, but terrifying. Uh, Misty, I think you wanted to move there when we went to the Final Four. I would love to live in Texas. Yeah, yeah my favorite church is in Texas. Well, just remember, you got to have a fiddle in the band if you, yeah. you're going to play down that's there. That's why. I, that's been my uh, <laughs> my. Roadblock. Sure. No sure, yeah. Uh, slick roads for the morning commute today. The snowfall rate should ease by mid-morning and or early afternoon to just flurries and snow showers. going to remain cold. As of now, it looks like we'll have enough clouds to keep us from getting really, really cold. But um, we'll thaw out this weekend. We'll get above, We'll get two freezing on Saturday. We'll get above freezing on Sunday. And then if you can get, hang on to middle of the week, then we'll get into the 50s. But the thaw will start. We'll see some snow disappear on Saturday, some, right. because of just getting to freezing. And we'll, we'll get some radiation from the from the sun. And then Sunday, it'll get a little bit better and then progressively getting better. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. 31 is the high today, 14 tonight, and uh, 27 is the low for tomorrow night under scattered flurries. Uh, i got to tell you, in a matter of just uh, minutes, this morning, the road conditions improved uh, tremendously. I guess I'm supposed to, I guess it wants me to do an, another number after that. Let's see if we can do this. I hope I dialed the right number. I don't dial the phone anymore. I'm going to try and get Chris Jesse on the phone from the uh, Kentucky Transportation Cabinet. That's two ringy dingies if you're scoring at home. And let's let's try not to get to three. Oh, there's three ringy dingies. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah. Hello, this is Chris. Uh, good morning. It's the uh, it's the uh, the the folks in Litchfield that you love so much. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> hey, Chris. I, hey. I do love folks in Litchfield. I'm assuming by the very chipper tone in your voice that we are live. Is this correct? Yes, we are, we, we are live. Yes. Yeah, I just, I just you, like to I like to throw those things out there. Make when, sure when I call you when I call you privately, I normally say, "Oh, what are you doing?" <laughs> hey, I was just saying as the phone was ringing, uh, just in a matter of maybe thirty minutes, roads went from um, you know covered and kind of slushy to you all really were able to make hay while the sunshine, so to speak, uh, this yeah, morning yeah. in your treatment of the roads. Things are looking great, at least in Grayson County so far. You know, that's the way it is, pretty much across the district. What you see there, what you got uh, all the way as far as Marion and Washington counties. Here's the deal. So yesterday, that sunshine early in the deck is really set everything off by allowing that ice, uh, compacted ice layer to really break up. They were able to plow that off. We had a lot of dry roads, you know, bare pavement dry roads late yesterday afternoon before this latest round of snow moved in. What that kind of, you know, enabled the, the, those drivers to do was, uh, you know, that, that snow last night uh, was just a, kind of a light powdery snow. You know, came down at a heavy rate, but and that stuff plows really well, so there's no ice underneath. You know, and some of the back roads, obviously, were a different scenario, but 
the main roads where they could just plow. I mean, that, that, that's an awesome situation if it's going to snow. And this morning, that's what happens when they plow that off. And it starts to melt and cut real quick uh, and, as you get on up into the day. Yeah, I, I, it was almost as if it was two different weather events because you all got such a handle on parkways, uh, you know, 62, other state roads that, as you mentioned, they were drying out and they were clear. So this snow was, you weren't dealing with two snows. You were dealing with just the one that we got overnight for the most part early today. Yeah. Yeah, and again, it was snow. Uh, that yeah. goes back to that precipitation talk we talked about yesterday or the day before. Is you know, when you, if you don't have that ice layer down there to kind of give it a foundation, it's a whole different ballgame. Hey, so as the temperature goes up, we're headed in a in a positive direction over the next couple of days, and the thaw will begin on uh, uh, you know in yards and driveways and things like that. Um, are there? Are there rules or are there guidelines or what happens when people decide to uh, <laughs> shovel or grade their own driveways and they shove snow out in the road? It's very dangerous, but is there a rule against it? Is there a law against it? Do you just do shaming uh, on you? How do you do here, that? Here we go. That and mailboxes. We'll touch them both here while we're at it. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, folks, you know, I, we understand certainly folks need to get out of the driveways and do that, but, um, you know, they, they need to make sure that those plow blades or angles or grader blades, whatever they're using, you know, we've got people with tractors, people with, uh, even just, you know, hand shoveling snow and, and certainly in towns on streets, sidewalks, those kind of things that are problems. We try to coordinate that with, uh, you know, our roads intersect with counties and, and, and city property, uh, or city uh, streets as well. So, you know, they're, they're aware that they don't need to do that, uh, and, and it can't be helped in some cases. But um, certainly, individuals, you know, don't don't plow, don't pull, don't throw snow out into. You mentioned it's dangerous. It is. It's, it's a big chunk of ice in many cases that just goes out onto the roadway. Um, so you know, it's it's putting material on a on a on a public highway. I mean, there there are statutes there. It doesn't necessarily mention snow, uh, you know, by name or anything like that, but. Uh, you know, there, are, there are some statutes that deal with uh, putting material on on public highway. You know, if common sense doesn't rule the day, there probably means that people aren't going to be deterred by a misdemeanor or, a, you know, like what, whatever <laughs> law might apply. If they haven't figured out, hey, this might be dangerous if I'm shoving it out in the road. But still, I just kind of wondered, you know, what uh, other than just encouraging people not to do it, if there's anything that could be done. But what about mailboxes? You said you said something yeah. about mailboxes. You know, and that's an inevitable casualty, if you will, of, of this, uh, of the tackling this beast. Uh, you know, we're, if, if you've ever seen a, you've seen a snowplow go down the road with the blade down, I mean, they're throwing, they throw that stuff, uh, off the side of the road at a pretty good, pretty good angle and with pretty good force. Uh, and that has to happen, you know, in order to really push the snow, you can't just poke along, uh, and get some of that off. But, uh, in either case, you know, mailboxes go down, um, you know, if that's, that's an issue that, uh, needs to be addressed. We certainly address those on a, a case-by-case basis, but we, we get a lot of them this time of the year, and it's understandable. It's, it's just going to happen. What's funny is I said that very thing yesterday. I saw one that had been a casualty uh, after the cleanup <laughs> yesterday, and I, I wondered aloud, I wonder how many mailboxes a day during snow the transportation cabinet or cities, counties, et cetera, because you all get them. If you got to plow, you're oh, going to yeah. you're going to yeah. catch one, especially if you get crowded. That's part of the yeah. issue. If if I'm crowding a plow over and he's sticking out wider than I am, then I may be forcing him into a mailbox. Mm-hmm. There you go, or a ditch, <laughs> or a ditch. That's but, absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, but uh, and the other thing is, uh, you know, a lot of uh, um, you know, you get into towns, um, just 
people use uh, um, Clarkson, for example, where you have on-street parking, uh, those kind of things, you know, that, that certainly creates a uh, headache. And I didn't address this before any of these storms and probably should have. Hindsight's always 2020 and done this before. It's not the first rodeo for me, but, um, you know, we, we, it's, if I'm a, if I'm a car owner or a business owner or a shopper, um, I'm going to refrain from probably parking in a place where, um, you know, I might get boxed in or get snow pushed up against my vehicle. Yeah. Um, I live in Hart County, Munferville, the squares right there. And people, when the snowplow goes through, uh, the way the parking is there, you can't back out. Uh, you've got this big mound of snow behind you. So, you know, those situations are out there, too, and, and they're unfortunate, but we just have to deal with them one by one as, as, as they come in. That's what makes it an adventure, I guess. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I know that you 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 have a counterpart in all of the districts for the transportation cabinet, and I'm sure that you all probably have some level of communication uh, within you with your colleagues. Do you have any sense of how your, your, your transportation cabinet brethren over in the areas that got more ice and have more power outages, do you know how they're faring? Late this week? Um, yeah, and, and some of them are not. Some of the eastern Kentucky over Flemingsburg, uh, up near Hazard, those kind of places uh, that had so much ice. And, and, you know, with everybody else still in kind of panic mode or crisis mode in their own bubble, if you will, uh, I don't think a lot of that has really gotten out statewide news-wise uh, how, how really bad the ice was late last week. In eastern Kentucky, uh, some of my counterparts still don't have power in their uh, in their county facilities. They've had to truck fuel in, uh, bring in fuel pumps, that kind of thing, to uh, just to, uh, to fight snow and ice to keep things going. So, yeah. Um, yeah, they're they're definitely in a worse shape than we are. Well, hey, I know you're kind of uh, it, it's it's um, some of it is luck on what type of precipitation you get, and but all you can do is. Uh, attack what you get, and you all have done that again. So pass that along to everybody in the in the cabinet that are out to, uh, clearing our roads and taking good care of us. Uh, hats off, and 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 thanks to you all for doing that. And I, I love to talk to you, but I hope I don't have to talk to you again for a couple of days. <laughs> well, Mark, I, I appreciate it, and I've told you know a few media partners that really, you know, hone in and dial into their communities. You're you know you're you're one of if not the best uh, you know around at doing that, and it's really cool that uh, you know. Folks like you really dig in. You really try to serve your community, help people out, and, and, and put folks like me on the air give us time to uh, send a message to get out. So thank you as well. Uh, thanks as always. We'll talk to you again soon, Chris. All right. Bye. That's Chris Jesse, uh, the spokesperson for the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet, District 4. I was fueling up uh, with gasoline this morning, saw a big uh, District 4 truck pull up beside me. I thought, that's a sizable truck. That's, that's, I, <laughs> thought what, I thought what I was driving was big. <laughs> right? It's, it's, yeah. It's Jared more bigly. Like, right a minute. Yeah. It is. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> That's it is a fifi. Definitely more bigly. It's <laughs> a good fifi truck. Uh, 1,017 new COVID-19 cases announced by the governor yesterday. 18 COVID-related deaths. The positivity rate jumped up. When it gets as low as it is, you'll get uh, mild variations, but ticked up to 6.58% uh, f- from uh, Tuesday to 6.99% yesterday. But wow, look at all that. Look at all that big, beautiful orange. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, it's uh, looking better, and we're <laughs> right. even getting some yellow. McLean mm-hmm. County is uh, mm-hmm. is the nearest yellow to Grayson County, yep. and Let's so go green, baby. continue to look good. Uh, I, uh, one uh, footnote: 
that the doses of coronavirus vaccine that were earmarked for the Grayson County Health Department this week have been delayed because of the weather. Josh Embry said yesterday that 100 doses of the vaccine won't get to the health department this week. But for anyone willing and able to travel to Owensboro, Owensboro Health Regional is currently offering the vaccine. And Josh said anyone that uh, asked that anyone who is on the Grayson County Health Department's waiting list who gets a vaccine at Owensboro Regional uh, Health Regional to notify the health department so they can get off the list yeah. and uh, make appointments for other people that, that may uh, need it. So. Yeah. And to clarify, we've received uh, phone calls asking anywhere they're giving a vaccine, we are in phase 1B. Yeah, so that still... is 70 and over, and they have expanded to child care workers. Yeah. Um, I was seeing uh, some of the coverage out of Texas this morning about the number of people who were having um, carbon monoxide issues, people who were using outdoor grills in their homes, people who were running their cars in garages to yeah. stay warm. We have had two wet, uh, weather-related deaths. Also, they said the temperature's not going to warm up in Texas until Sunday. They said, well, Sunday it's going to get warmer. And this is just Thursday yeah. and uh, still dealing with uh, power issues there. Not, about 90,000 homes remained without electric power here in the Commonwealth yesterday, most of them in the eastern portion of the state. A uh, woman from Corbin passed away on Tuesday. And then down in western Kentucky, a 25-year-old from Crofton died late last week in a mobile home that had no heat or electricity. So uh, still, you know, we, we got into those bitter, those single-digit temperatures that we had uh, day before yesterday. It was uh, it was rough uh, and continues to be rough. We'll still, we're going to have some overnight lows again. I think tomorrow night it's going to be around, it's going to be lower again. And Saturday, lower before the warm-up uh, begins. The Trump-McConnell... Um, I don't know that I'm a, I guess it's a feud. I, I don't McConnell has been relatively quiet on it since he said his initial things at the uh, impeachment uh, trial where former President Trump was acquitted. But Trump was making the rounds yesterday on some of the uh, more conservative uh, talk shows, the ones that they're, that are, they're still giving him access, Newsmax and some of those. You're not seeing much of him on um, the more, I guess I'll call it mainstream, but I think that they're – uh, leftward leaning, but uh, he says that um, one of the things that the, uh, Trump said yesterday said the Republicans are soft; they only hit their own, like Mitch. If they spent the same time same time hitting Schumer and Biden, the Republicans would be much better off. That I can tell you. Um, you d- you have you do have some people that are talking about the former president that that I, they're unsure if he cares so much about winning as he does about just making it about him. And I think we may look back we may look back later on it and look at the Trump presidency on the narcissism scale, we may see that he was at the very top of the heap relative to um worrying about his optics and uh, commanding an audience and you know that was he was a he was been a pied piper for for several years, but it does spell potential trouble for the Republican party. If it's fractionalized, if they want to regain some control, and they're also worrying that if if uh, Trump continues to make himself the center of attention, that could actually cost Republican seats in the general election, which would then hand over complete control to the Senate. And I'll tell you, folks, the Senate, the U.S. Senate is where the control of the federal government lies. Yeah. You know, it's nice to be a House member, mm-hmm. but the control, the stop gaps are at the Senate. 
And so I think that the Republican Party wants to be very careful about um, how they how they proceed and who they want to be their leader. So we got some sad news yesterday. Kind of intended to open the show with this today. The uh, voice of conservatism passed away yesterday, Rush Limbaugh, who for, you know, from a broadcasting standpoint, as a broadcaster, Rush Limbaugh saved AM radio for about 30 years longer than it might otherwise have gone. Rush Limbaugh paved the way for Hannity and Combs, uh, Glenn Beck, Rachel Maddow, Chris Matthews, on both sides of the political spectrum, Limbaugh created the template that allowed everybody else to foster. It gave way to the cable news networks because of his ability to you know, create a franchise about this. He was obviously controversial. He said some things that he fancied himself an entertainer, but he had the voice, he had the ear of lots of conservatives. And I'll tell you, uh, not only from a broadcasting standpoint, but there are things, my political ideology is partly built on things that I heard Limbaugh say 30 years ago because as I was coming of age being raised in a conservative household, that Rush was one of the first adults that I could listen to that had opinions, and I go, yeah, I, I agree with that. And so, you know, on a personal and professional level, Limbaugh has had uh, an influence. And if you were if you were dancing on his grave yesterday, if you were celebrating the death of Rush Limbaugh in any way, you and I are no longer friends socially. So just want to pass that along. So Rush Limbaugh passed away at age 70. Uh, as a victim of cancer. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Know. Tech Report, Larry Olson, NBC. All to Jesus I surrender all to him I freely give. I will ever love and trust him in his presence. Today is Battery Day. World would be different without batteries. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Developed the first electric cell in 1800. It's the birth date of Count Alessandro Volta. Volta. It is Thumb Appreciation Day. Oh, okay. Big fan right. of my thumb. World's yeah, a better place yeah, yeah. with thumbs as well. Yeah, especially the opposable ones. Yeah. The, yeah uh, those you, are good. You catch a creature without a thumb and they're having a hard way to go. Yeah. And it is also Pluto Day today, uh, Pluto the planet. Astronomer Clyde Tombaugh discovered flu, uh, Pluto on February 18, 1930, at an observatory in Flagstaff, Arizona. And then one of the interesting things about Pluto is it didn't make an entire orbit around the sun. It didn't make an entire tra- uh, path around the sun before it was then gone back to dwarf planet status. Really? That's how long a year is on Pluto. So by the time it was uh, found in 1930 to the time that they moved it back to 2006 was when they moved it back to uh, Dwarf Planet. Wow. Poor Pluto. Yeah. Mistreating it. Can't get any respect. I know. Right? <laughs> and then, of course, the discovery. I guess I'll be curious to know what year Pluto the dog mm-hmm. was named by Walt Disney because it had to come right after the 1930 Discovery by uh, at the uh, mm-hmm. observatory in Flagstaff, Arizona, which is nearby Winslow, uh, Winslow, Arizona. 
Standing on a corner in Wetzel. Yeah. Uh, the Weekend Funny tweets um, about the lies that kids tell. Missy, your kids ever stretch the truth? <laughs> oh, the time oh, is so good, right? I mean, not at the time, but it was good. It's funny now. Sarcastic Mommy says, favorite lie told by my kids. I clean my room, but don't go in there yet. Yeah. Yep. That's a great one. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a popular one. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Robert Knopp says 72% of parenting is asking kids how something got broken and then listening to them lie about it. Mm-hmm. It's a very precise percentage. 72% is what <laughs> parenting is. Sweet Mamissa says, I guess it's a combination of mom and Melissa. Sweet Mamissa says, I emailed the teacher but haven't heard back is the new My Dog Ate My Homework. I I emailed the teacher. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you combat that? Mm-hmm. I, I need to see your send items. Yeah, let me see your email. Dad, uh, Dad Pression says, my three-year-old tried to convince me that he injured his knee and it needed popcorn. Listen. If you're three and doing that, I'm going to like you a lot. Diabolical. Right? Mm -hmm. Jenny Pentland says, my eight-year-old just tried to convince me that there's sugar all over his mouth because he tripped and landed on a donut. (laughs) I've seen it happen. (laughs) I've seen it happen. Happens to the best of us. It's not lying. (laughs) And then here are a few from non-parents. Ariana Lenarski says, for some awful reason, my boyfriend and I keep accidentally wearing similar outfits. But he's a foot taller than me, so I look like a furious little doll of him. (laughs) I love that so much. Uh, Oatmeal Influencer says, I love contactless delivery. They just throw the slop at your door and I run out like a little little pig. Yes. So we, back in the fall, I guess around Labor Day, we, you know, spent some time in Florida and uh, just kind of isolated, and we used DoorDash and Grubhub a lot for the week. And I gotta tell you, I loved it. I love it. <laughs> I mean, when it we're was, in Kokomo, big fan. You know, I'm it, like, what are we Grubhubbing this hour? It was, it was contactless. <laughs> it was they would yep. leave it at the door. You get a picture of there it is at the door. Yep. Like, oh, let's go let's see go. what it is. Don't you know, need to see your face. You don't even have to make contact. Thank you for the no, food. It was really good. Awesome. Uh, Becca Slack says. Men will have 500 cult classics on DVD and one bath towel. Well, yeah. I mean, how many bath towels do you actually need? <laughs> you actually need. I mean, that's, uh, I get it. I kind of understand. Uh, Burger King has announced this week that they are also getting a new chicken sandwich later this year and claims their hand breading will set it apart. Can I just say the chicken sandwich is a very crowded space these days? Yeah. Everybody's wanting in on the action, coming after the top of the heap. Mm-hmm. That's what they're – and then there were two, you know, kind of in the national championship game. Got the Lord's Chicken and you got Popeye's, but then everybody else is trying to get into the space, and including McDonald's is coming out next week. I think next Wednesday, McDonald's is introducing three new chicken sandwiches there's a spicy one, there's a regular, there's, and there's a deluxe. Okay. So that's uh, next week. You can look forward to that. But uh, Creepy Burger King. That mascot is so creepy. He is creepy. But I got to tell you, in my opinion, Burger King doesn't do anything well. 
Oh, are so, you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, no. The food uh, all tastes the same. The grease is always dirty. No. Even they messed up cheese sticks the last time I decided <laughs> to order there. I'm like, how do you mess up cheese sticks? It's like... Do they leave out the cheese? No, it tasted like fried fish. Uh, I'm like, change your grease. Here are some of the oh. craziest... Um, I think of having the wisdom that uh, we supposedly have at our age, we are able to identify... When our kids are doing foolish things that they should not be doing, and most of them have the word challenge on the end of them. Mm-hmm. Like the, I mean, we did the ice bucket challenge. We did some of the other challenges that seemed to make some sense. But then what was the one, the Sandra Bullock one, where they blindfolded people and made them walk around to see what they would crash into, bird box or something? Uh, yeah, 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 something. Yeah. But now TikTok has made it even worse. And here are some of the craziest TikTok challenges so far. And then if you want to look them up, they've all caused certain ordeals. Uh, Gorilla Glue Girl. How many people are going to have to do this before they realize that uh, you shouldn't do it? Don't put that on your hair. The DIY Vampire Fangs. Have you heard of this one? No, but I'm assuming they're filing down their teeth. Well, yes, and it's followed by tooth filing. Oh, no, no, no. People are filing their... (gasps) Oh, The face wax challenge. Full facial waxing is the hot new beauty fad. Mm. Now, I saw some nose waxing the other day on TikTok. Wow. Uh-huh. Ooh. Oh, the corn great. cob challenge. What's that? TikTokers tried to accelerate their corn consumption by eating a cob affixed to a spinning drill bit. That's what we oh, were looking okay. at. No, that's just funny. Right like, I would try that one, right? Yeah, that one well, would be fun. I think we could, <laughs> I think we could actually it. do that one. Yeah. There's the cereal challenge. You want to put your drill on low, though. You don't want to put it on high. I'll work up to the high school. Corn, corn will go everywhere. Fun. The skull breaker challenge. That kind of says it all. Oh. The name sort of explains it. The penny challenge. This involves sliding a penny behind a partially plugged-in phone charger. Well, yeah, that'd be bad because you touch that penny that? and touch the prongs. Again, this is these these are people eating Tide Pods. The Benadryl challenge. I've taken that before. <laughs> I had that last night. <laughs> I won. It's in your favor. Or wait, does that mean no. does that mean Benadryl? I think won? it won. Yeah, Benadryl won, and I wasn't mad at it. The Cha Cha Slide <laughs> challenge. Oh. Teen drivers swerving all over the road like maniacs oh. in time with the stunt's namesake. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. I heard cha-cha totally yeah. different. Yeah. The pee your pants challenge, the verbal abuse challenge, the flash mob, the blackout challenge. Don't do that. These are terrible. The coronavirus challenge and the silhouette challenge. Did you all see the silhouette challenge didn't last very long. Do you know what this is? I think so, but I didn't know. It what was like young that. women. Who were posing in the silhouette, but they were using, and they were posing nude to show off their silhouette, but they were using these red filters. Red lights, yeah. Okay, and so it was the silhouette challenge. They were using this red light. But then nerds who know code figured out how to reverse engineer the filter. The photo is still there, by the way. So if you can just remove the filter, then what do you got? So, again, that didn't last very long. Yeah, don't do that. So, listen, I understand we I did some silly things when I was young. Is it just because I'm old that I think that all of these are dumb? Or are they 
Or are people just not using con- – the things I was doing that were dumb when I was a kid, I, I knew they were dumb. Mm-hmm. Do kids know that these are, like, dumb and dangerous and the unintended consequences that may arise as a result of this? I go back to that study we had that says the form do- – or the brain doesn't completely form until how old? Was it 23 or 25? Uh, 49. Was younger, but – I really, really hate to be. I rate, I do. I really do not want to be the. Hey, you kids, get off my yard, old man. No, I just don't want you to You've hurt yourself. Been that guy. I have been. Okay. Like I don't want you. Some of those you could hurt yourself. The corn on the cob challenge. I would try. Right. Like something funny like that. No, that's funny. But the penny behind the charger, or even the silhouette <laughs> challenge. I don't want my daughters to end up having a nude photo online because somebody reverse engineered the red light out right. of the photo. Because they think they're being sharp. Like, oh look, nobody yeah. can see me because like, I'm using this filter. Uh, yeah, filter gone. Hello. Right. Uh, and then this headline made me laugh because it, it's it followed like, oh, this would be wonderful. A lawyer whose pants caught fire at trial <laughs> has now been charged with cocaine possession a few years later. So this guy, he's a Miami lawyer. And in 2017, he was arguing in court. So uh, and while he was arg- doing his closing argument in court, his pants caught on fire. This week, he was pulled over for with a busted headlight. And then uh, he had drugs on him and et cetera, et cetera. But it reminded me, I didn't know this story about 2017, but he his pants caught on fire while he was making a closing argument in an actual court case, which to me I heard as, wouldn't it be amazing right. if every time a, law, a lie was told in court, pants caught on fire? Yes. Right? That would be, yes. that's better than Pinocchio. Yes. That's better Way than better. nose growing. Way better. This is liar, liar, pants on fire. This is how the world should work. <laughs> yes, yes, I think it should be a new rule. Yes, I'm, I'm going to talk to talk to Judge Crabesser <laughs> about that and see if we can make that work in his courtroom. <laughs> we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. You're on in the note. Are the only mammals that pee backwards. Okay, all right. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's true. I was thinking, is that true? Um, you would know before we. Well, I'm. I'm thinking about all the times I've seen cattle pee. I mean, no cattle do, but the only. Because there are a lot of there are a lot of uh, other mammals that are in that general category, right? But is it just cattle? Is it just just cows? Well, I have a I have a couple of questions. Yes, so. yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, here's what I would say: is I would encourage everyone to do their own research. Well, and I think there is a great possibility that that is true. Is Whitney Carmen still on maternity leave? Because she, no, she, no, she's, she's not. not. Well, we will no. we'll ask her. Yes, because she's my go-to. She on, is on all things. I mean, that's why. Mm-hmm. She, well, the extension service. So see, yes, like, let's go. Yeah. She's the ag agent, so I'll just ask. We'll just ask her, and uh, she'll know. She knows about all the important things such as this. This is so important. This is what she went to school to learn. <laughs> I don't 
think she went to school learning about how cattle pee. But, but sure, I mean, she did. Sure, it's all it's an all in thing. Yeah. You got to be ready. <laughs> These yeah. questions could come out of nowhere, and you've got to be able to answer it. I stated long ago that I have questions. Yep. I put everyone on notice. Yep. I have questions. I'm very inquisitive and analytical. That's right. So you got to help. If me. you weren't prepared with the answer, well, then that's on you because yeah. I already told you that I am inquisitive. And I am will not be afraid to ask. I really do feel like I know the answer. <laughs> Prince Harry and Meghan Markle could lose their royal roles very soon. I thought they already had. Well, they did modified versions. Okay, so they did. Okay, they got to keep right. their titles. Okay. And there were some things that they were still recognized, but then they were like royal-esque rather than uh, really royals. Okay. Okay. But insiders are telling People Magazine that the royal couple are expected to lose their patronages which represent their involvement with numerous U.K. charities. Originally, the decision was supposed to be reassessed on March 31 on the one-year anniversary of their official exit as senior members of the royal family. They are expected to not use their His, Her, Highness titles, but they will retain the titles as well as their Duke and Duchess of Sussex titles. Also uh, read this morning that Prince Philip has been hospitalized. The Duke of Edinburgh. No. He's 99. Yeah. So, I wonder how much older he is than uh, QE2. I think she's like 89, 90, 91. She's that much younger than he is? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I don't know. It was hard. It it looked like, you know, in the crown, it looks like there's a few years between them. Mm -hmm. but, um, But Charles is late 70s, isn't he? Yeah, would have to be. So, so I, but I have a lot of. I'm, they've had a year off. Are they sure they really want to pull the plug out of the tub? Oh yeah, there's uh, there's a rumor that she's going to run for office. There's there's rumor that there's, she she may be shopping herself around California to seek political office. I mean, you've got a for sure thing at the castle. It's not a for sure thing here. Oh, so she'll be oh, 95. She's 95. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I, no, I, I got, yeah. It's, but it's one of those. You got the jewels in England. You don't got no jewels that come Cheryl Crow, I think, said it best, but she may have ripped off Shakespeare or something. Yeah. It's not about having what you want. It's about wanting what you have. Mm. Maybe. Maybe they did, maybe they're not good at wanting what they have. Well, if they're looking for an adopted couple, Jason and I would fill in nicely <laughs> as royals. Yeah. I mean, I think we would be perfect royals. You Just think you all could be the Duke and Duchess of Sussex? Look at my husband. Is he not royal? Royal esque? Clearly is royal. I mean, everything about him is perfect. Gwyneth Paltrow is detailing her secret COVID nineteen battle and her lingering symptoms. She probably caught a break if she lost her sense of smell. She wouldn't have to smell those candles. She's become famous for me. Oh, is that a thing? You probably should do your own research on that okay. as well. Right. Uh, the new Cruella trailer is out. Emma Stone is reimagining the iconic Disney villain. Okay. Emma Stone playing Cruella de Vil. That will come out in May of 21. So, in just a few months. I don't know that I love that movie or the storyline, but... Glenn Close? Glenn Close, the last person to play I'm Cruella? I'm going to say yes. That sounds correct. Uh, Netflix 
Tim has ordered a live action series about Wednesday Adams okay. for Netflix. All right. So Tim Burton, Tim Burton from the Nightmare Before Christmas fame, okay, doing the uh, Adams Family and focusing on Wednesday Adams specifically, and Jeff Bezos has again passed Elon Musk to become the world's richest person on Bloomberg's billionaires list. This placed uh, Bezos reclaimed the top spot on Tuesday with an estimated net worth valued at one hundred ninety-one billion dollars. Wowza! Uh, forget the Royals. Forget Meghan and Harry. Right. If uh, Bezos needs an adopted son, yeah, or if he's just got some money that he's throwing out with his trash, then uh, we'll sign up for that. Lord knows we've spent enough with him. <laughs> That's the truth. <laughs> we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Point to ponder for today. Do you think bugs feel really awesome when they can chase giants away? Right. You know those people that run away screaming and yelling whenever a bug gets on them? You think a bug goes, I would laugh. I made that giant run away. I like it. Or like wasps. You think wasps laugh or bees laugh? And how we react to them. But see, they don't have mirrors, so do they realize how small they are in proportion to us? <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, they've yeah. and they probably don't have scales to weigh yeah. themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can bees use mirrors? I don't know if you know this, but I've never been a bee. <laughs> You've not. But I'll okay. keep you posted. All right. Thanks for the clarity. If things change in the next twenty four hours. Appreciate the clarification yeah. on that. Uh, on television tonight on ABC, Celebrity Wheel of Fortune, Jenny Garth, Caramo uh, Brown, Caramo Brown. Yeah, lost. I, I heard it pronounced a couple different ways. Uh, Patton Oswalt. They compete for their chance to win up a million to a million dollar for their chosen charity. Um, Vanna White's birthday is today, by the way. Do we know the age? Yeah, she's like, like the real age. She's sixty-four, so she's she, finally old enough okay. to watch her own wow. show. All right. <laughs> Lucky girl. <laughs> I watched Wheel of Fortune as well. So. Uh, on Fox, Hell's Kitchen, and on National Geographic, Built for Mars, the Perseverance rover. Are they? I think they're landing. Are they landing on Mars today? I think. I think that's. Um, yeah, that's this week. Maybe even today. Saw a clip of it somewhere. It'd be interesting. Um, See what to, they find. Today's highlight in history, this date in, to see what they find. Candy bars, clearly. <laughs> I hope there's more. I hope there's the people who make the candy bars. Right? Today's highlight in history, this date in, yes, there's a bunch of Keebler elves. And they're I making all of the Wheel candy of, bars. I thought it was more Willy Wonka's oh, family. Could have been. Oompa Loompas live on Mars. Right? That's where they I'll are. take two of either one. They yeah. call it the Red Planet. So exactly. My job the is orange the planet. For them to today, uh, today is highlighted in history. This day, 1970, the Chicago 7 defendants were found not guilty of conspiring to incite riots at the 1968 Democratic National Convention. 
1546, Martin Luther, leader of the Protestant Reformation in Germany, died in Eiselbahn. In 1564, artist Michelangelo died in Rome, in Roma. In 1960, the 8th Winter Olympic Games were formally opened in Squaw Valley, California. 1997, astronauts on the Space Shuttle Discovery completed their tune-up of the Hubble Space Telescope. And a year ago today, Japanese health authorities confirmed 88 more cases of the coronavirus aboard the quarantined cruise ship Diamond Princess, bringing the number of cases on board to 542. So that factoid... Took me back a year. So if you go back to February 18th of 2020, how much different? Like we were seeing some early signs. We were all watching about these cruise ships. Like, oh, wow, the cruise ship. And I remember talking about, well, I know what it was like to be on a cruise ship for about 13 days and da 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 da. But we had no idea what we were on the precipice of one year ago today. And everything changed over the next 30 days. And how smart we thought we were then, but now the ability to kind of look back at it and go how much uh, fear and panic and how many weird emotions were in store for us over the coming certainly 60 days and 90 days, and it kind of took until, maybe took until summer for the waters to calm just a little bit and go, okay, well, this is going to be like this for a while. And we started, but it, I think, I think in years from now, when we look back, there was much more turmoil involved than what might, we might even be willing to admit right now because we're still kind of in the middle of it. Right. I agree. Um, it's going to define, I think it's going to define a generation. It's certainly going to define a generation of, uh, students, it's but it, I think it's going to define a generation of um, uh, of people mm-hmm. because they're just going to be scars. The people who lost loved ones that weren't going to otherwise do so, you know, those people you know, are defined by that. You know the trauma in your life when you all of a sudden have a before and after point. When yeah. this was in your mind, you say this is the way things were before this, and then after. Then that is a defining moment for you that probably you need healing from. Um, so. This is definitely for all of us. Like, it's not a single person dealing with it. All of us are going to have that moment of going before the pandemic, after the pandemic. Yeah. This is what life yeah, is. It's a, yeah, it's a, absolutely. Yoko Ono is 88 today. Dennis DeYoung is 74. Sybil Shepard is 71. John Travolta is 67. Vanna White is 64. Dr. Dre is 56. Molly Ringwald is 53. And actor Ike Barinholtz is 44 today. Gone but not forgotten. Enzo Ferrari, born in 1898. If any of his uh, great-grandchildren have any cars that they <laughs> want to part with, I'll take one. Mm, sure. Jack Palance was born this date in 1919. You'll know him as playing Curly in the City Slickers movies. Okay. I even made one of those sequels about him specifically, mm-hmm. Curly's Gold. And Helen Gurley Brown was born this date in 1922. 
And then uh, baseball fans will recognize the name. Manny Mota was born this date in 1938, and I basically said it just because I think that's one of the coolest baseball names ever. Yeah, that's funny. Manny Mota, Mota. When he would get introduced, like coming to bat, now at the plate, Manny, Manny Mota, Mota, Mota. That's fun. Yeah. It's fun for me. I don't know. It may Nobody not be fun for the rest of you. my name. I mean, you know. Misty, Misty, <laughs> Thomas, Thomas. Let's go to Chart Toppers. This date in 1961, Neil Sadaka was at the top of the charts. I believe it was from the American Graffiti soundtrack, if I recall correctly. I love, I love, I love my calendar girl. Calendar girl. It really should go without saying, I am Mr. All of the Months. Are you? Okay. That was a piece of information I did not know about you. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, Mr. All of the Mr. All of the Months. Oh, see? Well, yeah, so I got one person to agree. I think she's the beginning and the end yeah, of uh, that hypothesis. 1970, The Guess Who, number one. One of mine and Jason's favorite bands we've seen live. With no time. But they put that gap in the song. Love them. It's not a bad song. Let's go to 1979 was the year. Rod Stewart was number one. Rod the Mod. Was it Rod the Mod? someone to update that song with all the various ways that you could reach out and touch him like you can tweet me you can you know you can dm me right you can, yeah 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 because it's a very simple if you know mm-hmm. if then just reach out and touch me but you could send a telegram you could send a candy gram you mm-hmm. could send a i mean just all different ways of communication that have evolved since 1979 1988 expose number one with seasons change I could have gone back to Could Have Been by Tiffany, but we did that one last week. Yeah, I know. That was good, too. Mm-hmm. And let's see. What was number one? Oh, 97, Puff Daddy, Can't Nobody Hold Me Down. Neo, So Sick in 06. And Ed Sheeran was number one, Thinking Out Loud, six years ago today. Well, me, I fool in love with you every single MB's Pearl Wisdom for today is undeniable. You cannot deny what I'm about to say. Are you ready? MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. The UPS truck is the adult version of the ice cream truck. Oh, so good. The UPS yes. truck is the adult version of the ice cream truck. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Love it. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for Beach. I'm MB, and now you're in the know. Powered by Harry.